Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to this week's episode of Greater Good Radio. I'm Bob Kosh, and we are broadcasting from WOR, 710 AM. We're the voice of New York, and it is great to have you with us. As always, I'd invite you to drop by the website at www.greatergoodmediallc.com. We've got a lot of things going on, and there is information on the new show, Sunday Supper with Vito, which premieres January 2nd, 2022, followed by the video component, another show called Counterintelligence. As you know, the show is just going to be a lot of fun. It's a throwback to the um, thrilling days of yesteryear. As you know, WOR is celebrating its 100-year anniversary. We'll talk more about that later. But the show that follows up is called Counterintelligence. There is a dish prepared that you'll hear in the radio program, Sunday Supper with Vito, and then you'll actually be able to see how to make that dish on the show Counterintelligence. Well, now I want to segue to something that is just, you know, we had a few, uh, few weeks ago, we had Gordon Meth on. Gordon Meth is the former governor of the New Jersey Kiwanis Club. And I, I, I want to liken this situation to what CNN does. CNN, at the end of the year, puts out a list of heroes, a list of selfless individuals who are just shining stars for what they give, how they lead. Well, my good friend, Gordon Meth, is truly one of those heroes, local or national. Gordon has arranged to have a tractor trailer arrive this morning full of nutritious, fresh produce in order for families that suffer from food insecurity. He detailed how he's been able to accomplish this just a couple of weeks on the show, as I just said. I'll tell you this, because we need volunteers to, to join us starting at 7.30 this morning to help us um, package up boxes so we can get those delivered to people who need it. Uh, I will be there with a bunch of my friends, a lot of them coming from Livingston, with Gordon and some wonderful, wonderful people. It's going to be at St. Raphael's uh, Roman Catholic Church. It is located at 346 East, um, that's the east side of Mount Pleasant Ave in Livingston, New Jersey. Come out for an hour or two. Participating in something like this is just so important. So, hey, I really, really hope to see you there. We could use the help. Next, I want to take a moment to make a logical suggestion, which always seems to escape our governors, a lot of our local officials. 
So yes, I'm targeting Governor Murphy of New Jersey, Governor Hochul of New York, and Governor Ned Lamont. Of I'm going to include those states' departments of correction, parole, and, and attorney generals. I've done shows since this past April trying to push the local economy, especially coming out of the pandemic in the tri-state area. I've interviewed the heads of many, many chambers of commerce in, in New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania, encouraging folks to shop local and support business in our towns and our cities. No one expected that those businesses would have a shortage of employees. We here at Greater Good Radio have a big part of that answer, and it's right in front of us. In the states I just mentioned, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, our tri-state area, you know, there are just thousands of people, thousands of nonviolent offenders who, if released, could not only fill those jobs, they would be so grateful to have a new start or possibly even begin a career in the restaurant business, retail, and the jobs connected with the new uh, infrastructure projects that are going to begin very soon. I say to those who press the buttons to get your head out of wherever it is and start using some logic to band up these issues. I, I mean, there's not a person who has, you know, maybe committed an offense who wouldn't just love to get a real job. The issue, once again, is simple, folks. Instead of burdening the taxpayers, keeping an inmate housed at, I think it's $83 a day, what the number is, they could be in the workforce with a living wage and a real chance. Or they, they will be dealing with people, if they're employed, who have a work ethic. Many employers that I have spoken to about this issue are more than willing to assist and teach someone who's maybe been knocked around a little bit and they don't have experience to become productive. God forbid we should really start looking at these types of things and doing something. This is in our backyard. There are businesses that are suffering because they don't have the employees. So somebody, tell me, when can we get this started? We'll be right back. Looking for that special place to kick back and have a great evening? Visit the Long Branch Distillery, featuring everything from mixology classes, event space, and tours. The Long Branch Distillery is a cut above those other venues offering the same old thing. They've always got something that will surprise your taste buds to sip or savor. Long Branch Distillery prides themselves in the crafting of their distilled spirits using the latest technology in the distilling world. You'll get consistency and quality when enjoying their big door vodka, gin, bourbon, or rye whiskey. Plus, the entertainment is unsurpassed, featuring local jazz artists, stand-up comedy, and other musical acts. Come join us Thursdays through Sunday at the Long Branch Distillery, located at 199 Westwood Ave, Long Branch, New Jersey. Visit their website at lbdistillery.com or call them at 732-759-8321. You're listening to Greater Good Radio with Bob Kosh on WOR 710 AM, the voice of New York. 
like to introduce you to shoplocalway.com. Have you ever thought about that butcher in Passaic for that steak that you want? And what about the cheese in Montclair? And you know you've got to have that pumpernickel raisin bread from Manhattan. There's only one delivery service that can provide you with everything I just spoke about. It's shoplocalway.com. Shop Local is the doorstep delivery service of high quality products from local businesses. They bring you the marketplace with exquisite local stores you will not find on any other platforms. Simply choose your favorites from local stores along with the delivery or pickup option and enjoy your time while the order is on its way. ShopLocalWay.com supports local business. It's the shops that you can't get from anywhere else. Remember, there's only one way to shop. ShopLocalWay.com Call Shop Local at 833-463-4466 or visit the website at www.shoplocalway.com. Linda Forgosh is a historian and an author. What I found in this interview, the the memories that Linda has and the research that she has done will really captivate you. Um, she was just a joy to have on. And I really, you'll see by the end of this interview, uh, why I want to have her back. She knows everything Newark, a lot of things New Jersey. And this is a great, great piece to listen to. Linda, I really appreciate having you on the show. Do you know what is interesting? When I first got, uh, you contacted me via email mm -hmm. and you indicated you were from WOR. It didn't take me any time at all to put the pieces together. I said, certainly 1922 yeah. to 2022 and WOR, as I know it to be on my radio dial is still 710 AM yes. and it hasn't moved since 1922. Wow, I did not know that. I thought there were there um the the coordinates were different. That is amazing. Well, Louis Bamberger was amazing. And okay. I am I am his uh he's my hero. So when you contacted me, I thought automatically of what Louis always said because I did 8 years of research to write the biography. Historians wow. are researchers if you're not a researcher. And none of it was done on the internet. Everything was live. I traveled. I went to Oakland, California wow. to interview relatives, the last remaining ones who would have known Louis Bamberger. But here's what Bamberger always said. If you get a good offer, take it. Yeah. So yeah. if I can talk about Louis Bamberger uh, since the publication of this book, which mm -hmm. is called Louis Bamberger, Department Store Innovator and Philanthropist, I am the author but the publisher, and I'm quite proud of it, was uh, Brandeis University Press. There's mm -hmm. nothing small or insignificant about Brandeis, hence named after the famous Supreme Court Justice. Right. So I did. That's got a story in and of itself. Mm -hmm. But Bamberger reigns supreme. Yeah. So let's talk about WOR and its origins. Please. Bamberger, because he was situated in Newark, 
Newark was like a major manufacturing center, maybe the seventh largest in the country. He had his, he had his whole line of um, uh, refrigerators and um, dishwashers. And uh, I even own a, a um, Bamberger sewing machine. You name it, he was never afraid of technology. All he wanted to know is if he invested in it, would it make a profit? It was Bamberger's style every day, no matter where he was in the world. He always contacted his guys at the store, the people who, you know, backed him up. And he wanted to know, did we make a profit today? It didn't matter where he was, because at one point in time, if you read his, his story that would have brought WOR into the play, Bamberger actually um, employed as many as 5,000 people at one time, he was an economic engine in yeah. the city of Newark. So when this idea of crystal radio sets or whatever came into play, mm -hmm. you couldn't sell them if they were in the store, if there was nothing to listen to. Right. So, so hence, Bamberger had a right-hand man. He was the executive um, director of all promotions and activities by the name of Walter S. Moeller. Mm -hmm. Moeller said to Louis, Obviously, he didn't call him Louis, you know, <laughs> Mr. Bamberger. Or boss. Right, right. No, Bamberger would never. Uh, well, he was just an unusual sort of person. Yeah. Um, Moeller said, you know, if we want to sell these, there has to be some kind of way to have a radio station so somebody could listen to what it was that they were going to buy. Sure. So Bamberger was convinced. He said, well, OK. And his brother-in-law and partner fold, yes, said, let's do it. So they had their engineer, uh, Jack Popley. They sent him to Washington, D.C. to get call letters. Bamberger wanted WLB, which is obvious, W. Louis Bamberger. Right. It was taken. And so he settled for WOR. He came back. And the conversation now began, well, is Bamberger, in his mind, if I'm going to pay to support this, is it going to make a profit? Mm -hmm. Well, um, and that was the ultimate bottom line. So they go into business. Bamberger gets on board a transatlantic uh, liner headed to the Mediterranean at this moment in time mm -hmm. because he was trying to get away from being thanked for being the sole donor of the Newark Museum, which is one of this nation's most coveted small scale museums with a collection, of course, that Bamberger was significant in putting together. Mm -hmm. When he got 200 miles outside and that the transmission from WOR did not come clear, he started to question, am I throwing good money after bad? So he came home and uh, they sat around the table, Moeller and, uh, and Fold and other people, said, please don't pull the plug on WOR. We think it's got the ability, because then it was, on radio, by the way, initially for Bamberger, only played educational programs, music concerts. Oh. He brought them in from, you know, what was playing in New York because he loved classical music. So somebody comes up with the idea. I think it's Popley who said, let's try an experiment to see in truth if radio will promote goods and make a 
a pros, you know, a, a profit for the store. Mm -hmm. So they suggested Hopley to go to the China department in the Bamberger store to speak to a Pauline Bachmeister who ran the China department and ask her to give them a slow selling, just never moving off the shelves dishes. Mm -hmm. And then they promoted them. They advertised them on WOR. They sold two truckloads, which proved that the voice of radio was able to um, do what Bamberger wanted it to do. And that's that. And it turned out that a year later, Popley married Bachmeister. Oh, wow. So it was, so it was love over the over over the China. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think it's it's a great story. It now, really is, Linda, because this is what you just said right there. It is media reaching the consumer and and it it. Where it has gone since 1922 is really the same point to point. And for someone like Louis Bamberger in Newark, New Jersey, to have this business model and create this years ago, and then fast forward to Steve Jobs, who, you know, created Apple. This is a man who <laughs> he created iTunes to sell iPods. I'm sure he didn't know about the Bamberger story, but it is, it's good business sense, it's logic, it's creativity, it's everything. Yep. And not only that, the first sound anybody in the city of Newark heard if they owned Crystal and they had access to the radio was on Christmas Day of 1922, Actually, it was Washington's birthday, maybe. And what they heard, and I'm laughing when I think about it, was none other than Al Jolson singing April Showers. Yeah. That was the first sound we heard. But Bamberger, he had a larger vision. And I want to point out the fact that Bamberger loved the city of Newark in a way that strikes me as interesting because Louis Bamberger was born in Baltimore. And went to New York thinking he could, you know, make his fortunes and somehow made his way to the streets of Newark, looked around and saw what he liked. And this is where he built his famous department store that eventually wound up actually occupying one full block. But at, and initially, WOR was almost like a stepchild. It had offices equivalent to being in a basement somewhere. But when the worth of WOR was pointed out of Bamberger, it was moved right upstairs to the front window so you could see people broadcasting from there. Yeah. yeah. Bamberger was, he, he really was my hero. I've never met anybody. In fact, you know what? He would do anything. I used to kid and say, Bamberger would have preferred a root canal rather than being asked to speak in public. Yeah. But when he did appear, everybody thought that was more significant than any of the other politicians or any of the above, but Bamberger wanted to make Newark a cultural center. Right. He didn't want it only to be known for manufacturing because culture is what brings people in. So the number of buildings that he's never been credited for, never really known about until I took the trouble to write the sole biography of Louis Bamberger. Mm -hmm. And somebody said, well, why had no historian not written about 
this famous individual? And the answer was simply this, Bamberger left no business records, he left no private diary, and not only that, he went so far as not to be buried in a conventional way, he had himself cremated. I can tell you where the ashes were spread just because I'm a researcher, but no historian was gonna spend eight years doing this. But the net result, including WOR, I think is just credit to somebody with a vision, great vision, if it had to do with progress and success for the city of Newark, Bamberger was behind it. In fact, among the Jewish community, no decision was ever made in terms of social service agencies or things that would be beneficial to the greater Newark community that did not happen on the 11th floor of the Bamberger department store. If Louis said yes, because he was the largest donor to just about everything, he just didn't want the credit for it. Right. And those kinds of individuals almost don't exist anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, so hence happy birthday, happy hundredth birthday to WOR. Um, I will make a point of putting it on my radio dial Wonderful. when I, when I, when I, you know, start my, my car, but it, it is. And I think it's wonderful what you are doing because Thanks. history that resonates and is meaningful and beneficial yeah. It doesn't get better than that. Yeah. By the way, it got so successful, that's when it moved out of Newark into New York. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the trajectory. Sure. But, so. you know, on that, on that note, in 1922, and you know this better than anybody, Linda, if you were at the corner of Broad and Market, you were at the center of the world. It was a... <laughs> It, it, it couldn't even, you know, compare uh, when you look at what what um, what Manhattan is today is what Broad and Market and Newark. I have a great affection for that city. It is it is diverse. It is rich with history. And this is such a positive point and positive part of history, not only for Newark, Essex County, the tri-state area, but really for anyone who's involved in business and, 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 you know, making a buck. Linda. Okay. I just wanted to say, cause you mentioned Broad and Market. Yeah. That was historically, if I remember reading my history, the busiest intersection in America at one point in time during Louis Bamberger's day, I have a photo of a gentleman, a, a, um, a policeman standing on top of a, you know, some sort of um, conf, a, a platform yeah. directing traffic. Yeah. And it's just to me classic. And it was Bamberger who brought people to the city. He said, we can give everything that New York has to you at better prices. So shop at Bamberger's and come to Newark. Yeah. What's better than that? And exactly. let's let and let's let Newark be successful going forward. I have a few Absolutely. ideas in that direction too, but Fantastic. I'm not giving away. I'm not giving away the ship. At a girl, I have to ask you. Please tell everybody where they can get a copy of your book. Louis Bamberger, department store innovator and philanthropist, can be found on Amazon. Okay. And um. And. Uh, and I learned a lot with it. Yeah. I learned, you know, when you set yourself in motion, don't let anybody tell you no. Yep. My no story, I tell people because 
it's, you don't have to hear it, but when something makes sense, then if somebody tells you, no, you just go around it, you go over it, but you pursue it. Yeah. And that's what happened with the Bamberger book. I was told uh, by somebody that Brandeis would never publish it because he wasn't Jewish enough. Well, he was, he belonged to the Ethical Culture Society. And then I'll let this go. And I said to this person, let's have a book proposal. I said, it's only a 49 cent stamp. What's the worst will happen? Somebody will say no. And the most famous historian among Jewish historians, Lincoln and the Jews, et cetera, is a Jonathan Sarna. He asked to see two chapters of the Bamberger book. And he said, there's no biography of Louis Bamberger. And the woman that worked with him said, well, uh, no, there isn't. He said, did you read this? She said, yeah. She said, I think it's quite good. She said, it's, he said, it's not just good where we publish. And that's how somebody told me no. And yeah. I thought a 49 cent stamp was yeah. worth the effort. Voila. Linda, it was an absolute pleasure having you on. And I would love to have you back uh, in the next couple of months. Well, it would be my pleasure. You know, women talking are usually women talking. <laughs> but I usually have something to say that's meaningful because I am a legitimate historian and researcher. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and Newark, and by the way, um, because of Bamberger, I was just appointed to the Newark Preservation and Landmarks Commission, mm. which is that organization which preserves the physical presence of buildings and the history of Newark. Yeah. And that's, Historic preservation is right up my alley. Yeah, I'm great. interested in it. Yep. Well, and, and, and I'll tell you, the Bamberger book resulted in, oh, and by the way, the Bamberger book was reviewed by Philip Roth. Don't tell me you never heard of Philip Roth. Oh, sure. Phil and I were friends. Oh. Many people viewed him as somewhat curmudgeonly and difficult and whatever, yeah. but where you judge people by the way they treat you. He did the review for the Bamberger book. When Brandeis and Dartmouth and the other consortium of United um, was um, New England University Press no longer in existence, lost mm -hmm. in the pandemic, heard that they wanted to know, would Roth review other books of theirs? Yeah. And I sent a letter to Phil. I said, now, you know, Phil, you are a very famous person. I said, and when I told him X, Y, Z. And I said, I don't want to use your name in vain and say that you're going to do something you're not prepared to do. He said, I have 20 years correspondence with him also. And he sent me a letter. He said, Linda, use my name any way you want. Oh, fantastic. Well, you know, life moves in mysterious ways. Yep. And I'm always available to talk about what we know is greater Metro West history and Louis Bamberger because right. he's a, a rare individual. They don't come along um, that often. Yeah. Yeah. So, Linda. Thank you so much for being on Greater Good Radio. Yep. Okay. Life is full of peaks and valleys. And between the two, some of those things may have created financial setbacks. You do not have to suffer the anxiety of how to get out of a situation you didn't plan. You don't have to go it alone. The law offices of Edward Hanratty specializes in debt relief, bankruptcy protection, challenging student loans, and mortgage modifications. The law provides us with certain protection, and it's something you should take advantage of when you need it. Call 732-866-6655 or visit their website 
at www.centralnewjerseybankruptcylawyer.com. Experience and confidence is what the law offices of Edward Hanratty has been providing since 1997. Representation you can trust. Call them today or visit our offices at 80 Court Street, Freehold, New Jersey. You're listening to Greater Good Radio with Bob Kosh on WOR 710 AM, the voice of New York. Today, the news reminds us about the supply chain problems we now face due to the pandemic. Well, before it all hit the fan, one company realized the importance of how the supply chain keeps everything we count on running smoothly and increases your company's profitability. Strauss Consulting has been guiding companies for close to four decades with the tools needed to maintain your company's efficiency and productivity. It's all about the bottom line. Contact Strauss Consulting at www.scg4u.com or you can call them at 201-337-7108 or email them at info at scg4u.com. As Ethel Merman said some time ago in a song, give my regards to Broadway. Well, our next guest is everything Broadway. Robin Gorman Newman is a Tony Award-nominated producer. Um, She is the founder of RGN Marketing, a board member of PR Committee head at uh, New York Theatre Barn, founder at uh, RGN Theatrical, associate producer at Motherhood Out Loud, and she's a founder, blogger uh, at motherhoodlater.com. Robin's always got a lot of things going, but first and foremost, I don't think there's anybody more qualified to talk about what's going on on a daily basis with Broadway. Uh, Robin had been on when uh, they were just starting to open back up with the pandemic, and I wanted to bring her back because there's there's really quite a bit been going on the past few months between closures, but there's a lot of exciting new shows. Robin, thanks for being with us. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for the invitation, Bob. Oh, you're always welcome. I wanted to ask you uh, a, a number of things, really, uh, in this episode. First, um, you know, they they brought back West Side Story and Steven Spielberg. I don't know if many people have heard about him, (laughs) but he did a bang up job on this uh, for the silver screen. I the the cast was amazing. I saw it uh, last Friday and it's really in, in most places it's been sold out. What is your opinion or what is your history on films that are made that come from Broadway? Are they, I I mean, do they have the same appeal? Do they have the same success, the audience? So I I really want to hear from you what, what you think. I mean, that's such an interesting question because I usually address it the other way around. There's usually so much conversation around films 
into the stage mm-hmm. and how does that work? And I would probably venture to say in either case, it's a little tricky mm-hmm. because especially if it's something iconic, and I was saying this actually to a friend the other day, a theater colleague, that I think it's all the more challenging when mm-hmm. not just if the film and or stage production is iconic, but if there's somebody in it right. who is iconic, right. because then the transfer to a new production, you know, no matter which way you go, film mm-hmm. to stage, stage to film, is creates a sense of expectation and comparison. Yeah. And I think that's always tricky. So, but if someone nails it, I have not seen West Side Story. Right. I've seen snippets. I'm totally psyched to see it. Sure. But um, sure. it sounds like he really nailed it with the casting and all the production elements. And if someone does it right, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. I think it's beautiful. Because yeah. why not bring back something that is so beloved? Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I, I have to tell you. They are some of the best looking human beings I've ever seen. <laughs> Rachel Ziegler is just a gorgeous young woman. And the fella who plays Tony is just, I don't know what's in the gene pool, but boy, oh boy, <laughs> they are really just a, a wonderful cast. Um, and I have an enormous amount of respect for what Steven Spielberg did the way he cast this and the way he went back to the way Puerto Ricans spoke during the fifties. And I don't know if this really will have an impact on the younger generation. Now, you know, I've seen the original, I've probably Mm -hmm. seen it about, a dozen times and it's two and a half hours what do you believe now let's 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 go back and and think about millennials and 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 young people do you believe this is something that they really would relate to or even sit through i yes i think if it's good it's good And age is not a factor. I've never thought of West Side Story as being any specific demographic Mm -hmm. in terms of appeal, because I think it's just beautiful. So to me, it really transcends. Yeah, yeah. No, and and you know what? To really look at this uh, ear as as Shakespearean, you know, it's been Mm -hmm. it's been reviewed so many times. I, I mean, it just really was something that. Who better to talk about this than you? And I'm very anxious for you to see it. But I wanted to catch up. And, you know, last time you were on, we talked quite a bit about what Broadway had to do to prepare to get open in September. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any glitches, any problems, anything come to mind that we might have missed? Um, well, first of all, bravo to Broadway for reopening. You know, as you know, I'm a theater producer and it takes a village to bring a production to the stage. So I'm so thrilled and kudos to everyone. And people are trying to do it smart. Everyone's trying to be safe. And there's a lot of precautions being taken. Uh, Have there been glitches to answer your question? I don't know that a glitch is the word, but Mm -hmm. have there been challenges? Yes, absolutely. I mean, some shows have had to announce closing for 
a day here or there because of positive COVID cases. Yeah. So I think that's to be expected. The upside is that they're on top of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And there was a concern that you raised about having at least enough space or renting space where folks could rehearse. Yeah. Did that factor in? I've gone to some readings and workshops in the last few weeks, which would be a a similar type space as it would for Mm -hmm. rehearsals. And I can tell you they're being really, really strict. And people who I know who have been in rehearsal, mm-hmm. performers are getting tested every day. Wow. And, and yeah, and even to attend a workshop reading for myself as a producer, mm-hmm. I went to one fairly recently where I actually had to get a COVID test on top of submitting vaccination papers and um, wearing a mask. Right. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. New York is really. I, I mean, you know, I've been in the city a couple of times in the past few months, and it uh, they 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 are really, you know, siding on a a air of caution that may be a little, uh, you know, a little more that we're doing over here in New Jersey. Um, that said, I want to get in your head about what you think about the shows that have opened and are playing any favorites anything you want to uh put out there for uh for some some of these shows yeah absolutely i have some that i know will be favorites because i haven't seen everything yet mm-hmm. but um company i am super excited just opened this week got mm-hmm. you know really terrific reviews no surprise yeah. I have colleagues who are on that show, so I oh. have my tickets. Oh, um, Lehman Trilogy, um, which mm-hmm. is not a musical. I was supposed to see that pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. I've heard nothing but stellar things about that. So super psyched to see that. And there's also some off-Broadway stuff that I recently bought tickets for. And I think you know, I would urge your audience, for those who love theater and are going back, don't just do Broadway. You yeah. know, definitely. Check out Off-Broadway because often, too, some of the Broadway shows transfer. So why not go early? So I just bought tickets, for example, to Kimberly Akimbo Mm. at The Atlantic and got amazing reviews. I'm super excited to see that. There's another show coming up at The Public that Mm -hmm. I am anticipating good things. It's called Suffs. Mm. And that's starting, not sure if it's, it's in the new year. I don't know if it's February or spring, but tickets are on sale. Right. already. So I would definitely, you know, poke around new group has some interesting work that's coming yeah. up. Um, mm-hmm. MCC as well. I'm really keeping a strong eye on the off Broadway. Oh, that's, that's great because that was going to be my next question. So no, I, I, you know, it's just so good really to be back in this city and, you know, hopefully uh, every time you turn around, there's a new variant with a name that sounds like a car that they made in the 1960s. Who knows right. where we're going? Or but, something out of Star Trek. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But tell me what else is going on with you? Anything new in the uh, uh, the show category, publishing? I mean, you are just busy as busy can be. I am still super busy, which is exciting. I'd rather be busy than bored, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm in, I think I was still in early development when I spoke to you uh, at that time, I guess it was back in August or September. Right. Uh, 
I'm still in early development of a show that I'm producing with uh, my partner, inspired by my book, How to Marry a Mensch. Mm-hmm. So we're, we remain super excited about that, and that continues Good. to move forward. Okay. And I actually was recently invited on to the Museum of Broadway oh, as a wow. co-producer, um, which is really cool. I don't know if you've heard about that, but it's a new entity that's going to be coming next summer. I just heard of a, a smidge, so please, yeah, oh, okay. I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, it's going to be on 45th Street, right next to the Lyceum. So mm-hmm. the location is amazing for anyone who, any foot traffic in the theater district yeah. will definitely come upon this. Mm-hmm. And it's a love letter to theater. It's yeah. They're going to have some well-curated rooms that will be specific to certain shows, which will rotate over time. There's going to be a, a large historical perspective also mm-hmm. very well curated by people in the know. And, and with the shows, people actually involved with those shows. So there's going to be a, a real level of authenticity mm-hmm. to the displays as well. There is an event space, which will be cool for oh. workshops, readings. If someone wants to have a birthday bash, oh, if they very love theater, cool. this would be a great destination. There is a, a gift shop, which will be online and mm-hmm. in person. And uh, and there's also corporate sponsorship opportunities. So and a give back to the the uh, theater community, sure. which I think is so great. Um, yeah. I'm really excited. And anyone who gets involved as an investor gets their name for posterity on the yeah. wall. Yeah. yeah, you know what does that feel like to have your name on a wall? You oh, know? Come on, and <laughs> so related many people can say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and related to Broadway, I do want to yeah. circle back with just one question. I don't know if you you, you can really even answer it, but I want to um, uh, put it out there. Is there any timeline, or and let me clarify, guesstimate timeline with your production that you may think it could be out there? Um, that's a good question. I don't have a direct answer. I would mm-hmm. just say that, you know, realistically, I'm thinking in my head, I mean, I would love to see a reading done, mm-hmm. which is the first step for any show. Yeah. Um, maybe spring, you oh, know, wow. 2022, I think, you know, not that far off and really depending on how that goes. Cause ultimately just, we want it to be the best show possible. Sure. So it's not about rushing it. It's about, you know, doing a great job, but right. maybe right. something in 2023. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't anticipate anything before that gotcha. um, realistically. And, and we would be somewhere outside New York first. Okay. You know, where I don't know. Um, right. You know, definitely want to do London at some point mm-hmm. we definitely you know the plan with it is off Broadway right. in New York if it's meant for Broadway you know fantastic I would yeah. certainly never say no yeah. but I, I'm, I'm also of the opinion that not everything is meant for Broadway yeah. and you can have huge success without being on Broadway sure. you know sure. you get licensed play all over the world yeah our, our hope with the show and what really feels good about it Bob is the messaging because for those who don't know what a mensch is, a mensch is a decent, responsible person. Yeah. And the title of my book, as I mentioned, was How to Marry a Mensch. That's not the title of the show. We don't know right. what it will be. It'll have sure. mensch in it. But if we can inspire a dialogue just around menschhood and why yeah. are we talking about this? Because you know what? It's really important how you show up in the world. It's oh. really important what you put out there. It's what you attract how we treat each other yeah. I mean, if coming dealing with everything that we've been dealing with during this pandemic 
if people don't come out of this ultimately realizing that, then that's a lesson that we really haven't learned. And and if we can help run that home through the musical and even inspire a mensch movement, I will be very happy. And I am thrilled that you're doing it because it just seems that we we have lost common courtesy, logic, and and a lot of empathy, caring about each other. So before I give my regards to Broadway, and I didn't just make that up, I want you to please tell everyone where they can reach you um, and how they can learn more about your books and what's going on with you. Absolutely. My website is lovecoach.com. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm pretty easy to find under the full name, Robin Gorman Newman. I know it's a mouthful, but you know, there you have it. Well, and, uh, and I have a theater group on Facebook and oh. your listeners are welcome to join. It's called Lifelong Theater Lovers and Supporters. Oh, terrific. Robin, it is always great having you on. Have, have a great day. Thank you. You too. Stay well, enjoy the holidays and happy healthy New Communication is a vital part of our daily lives. Your ability to interact in a conversation depends greatly on what you hear. None of us want to miss out on those touching words from our grandkids or an I love you from someone we cherish. If you are experiencing hearing loss, the professionals at Audio Help Hearing Centers can provide comprehensive hearing health care so you can enjoy a better quality of life. The staff at Audio Help Hearing Centers know how important it is to hear, but moreover, the difference it makes when you can really listen. Schedule an appointment today by calling 888-832-9966 or by visiting our website at www.audiohelphearing.com. Offices are conveniently located in Manhattan, White Plains, and Stamford, Connecticut. You're listening to Greater Good Radio with Bob Kosh on WOR 710 AM, the voice of New York. Saying your final goodbyes are never easy. Your memories and the final tribute to a loved one who meant the world to you requires a guiding hand. The staff at Shook Funeral Home, located at 639 Van Houten Ave in Clifton, New Jersey, are available 24 hours a day, 365 days a year to assist you in your time of need, as well as answer any questions you may have regarding at-need or pre-need funeral arrangements. Call Shook at 973-471-9620 or visit their website at shookfh.com. Shook Funeral Home is family-owned and operated. They invite you to view and read the letters of appreciation they've received from many families they've served in their testimonials section. Remember, in your time of need, call Shook Funeral Home. We're going to talk quite a bit about our economic woes. We're going to talk mainly about the real estate market. Did you know that you can purchase a tax lien on a piece of property 
and actually own that property for much, much less than its market value. A lot of people still don't know that. This is probably the most opportune time for an investor, for anyone, to purchase a tax lien and own their home for pennies on a dollar. We're very fortunate to have Steve Rosen, an attorney who is licensed in the state of New Jersey, who has some relative expertise in tax liens and bankruptcy, on the phone with us. Hi, Steve. How are you? Hi. How are you doing, Bob? Good. Steve, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, I've been in practice 27 years. I specialize in bankruptcy taxes, including real property taxes and the like. And this is what I've been doing since I've opened my practice. I had a piece of property that was being sold very, very cheaply in North Bergen, New Jersey. When I got the property, I found that there was a tax lien on it. And looking at the outstanding taxes, the final number I had to pay was spectacular. So I had to pay a huge amount of money uh, to get this property cleared for my own investment. And uh, I became interested in tax lien certificates at that point in time, and that was over 20 years ago. You were able to actually get the property for less than what its market value was at that time? I got the property significantly less than market value. Steve, what is a tax lien? A tax lien is a government indebtedness owed by the property holder to the government for non-payment of taxes. The state or city has the right to collect that indebtedness by means of a tax lien or foreclosure. Now, this is a what they call in uh, legal terms a priority lien. Is that correct? Well, not only is it a priority lien, it's one of the highest priority liens. If there is a mortgage or any judgment against a property, it literally supersedes them. If you get a tax lien certificate and you foreclose properly with that certificate, you will not have those outstanding mortgages or outstanding judgments, including an internal revenue service non-payment of tax. So a tax lien investor, Steve, could end up with property for much, much less than its actual market value. Its actual value or market value. That's why they're so popular. Yes. Tell us a little bit about what a tax lien yields as far as the way of interest. State of New Jersey mandates that maximum interest will be paid by the property owner of 18% plus attorney fees and costs. That means the person who has the, is the lien against will pay that amount. When a tax sale certificate buyer goes in an auction, he can buy it at that rate. So if a person buys a tax lien for $10,000 and collects it at the end of the year from the property owner, they'd actually pick up $1,800 in interest? $1,800 in interest plus attorney's fees and any costs that the certificate holder had to lay out, reasonable costs, had to lay out in order to process and collect on the certificate, yes. Wow, what are banks paying today? Is it 2%, 3%? I can't even think. Well, let me ask you. You might be nuts to keep your money in a bank today because you don't know if it's going to be there tomorrow, but hopefully the <laughs> FDIC will, will make sure that that doesn't happen. But no bank is paying more than 4 4.5% for a long-term CD. Steve, there are companies willing to take installment payments on tax liens. What do you think of that idea? It's a great idea because it's a win-win situation for both parties. So this would be a good idea for a third-party investor to get it who maybe doesn't have a lot of cash? Absolutely. You don't really have to own the property. You have the right to own the property, and no one else will supersede that right. It's an excellent investment. And anyone can purchase a tax lien, is that correct? Anybody can come in with the money and bid on it and get it, yes. Thanks for being on Total Access Live Radio. Side Street Home Ventures is offering to the public 
installment payments on tax sale certificates where you can make a couple hundred dollar a month payment and actually end up owning your own home. This is not a Carlton Sheets course where you're going to buy a book and you have hopes and dreams. Side Street Home Ventures actually owns the inventory. They have over 608 tax liens available now. The majority of these liens are on distressed properties. Side Street Home Ventures LLC will do the financing for you. There's no brokers, there's no banks involved. They own the inventory so they can take monthly payments directly from you. This is really nothing more than the old building and loan mentality from years ago. Building and loan associations were very much like a savings and loan association. They would loan money on properties to build them, to improve them, and that's basically the concept here. Side Street Home Ventures LLC will afford you the opportunity to own your own home for pennies on a dollar. You wonder why Fannie Mae is in so much trouble? The government's intention was actually very good. They want everybody to own their own home. One of their programs where you'd put 3% down as a down payment and the government would finance the rest, you know, that works to a degree. Years ago, they would want 20% down, 30% down. The problem with that is that a young couple finally scrambles and gets enough money to make a down payment, that 3%. They buy their house, and now what could happen? There's all kind of variables. The husband loses a job, the wife gets sick, and now you can't make the monthly payment. You don't have anything in the bank or any kind of savings to make up for that. It goes into foreclosure. This is almost the reverse of that. By taking monthly payments on a tax lien and allowing the opportunity to come directly to you to own your own home, you've still got your money. There's never been more opportunity in the real estate market than there is today. How can you make money in a contracting economy? Side Street Home Ventures is going to show you how you can do that. Find out how all this works by calling us at 646-712-0978 or go to TotalAccessLive.com for more information on this very unique opportunity. Well, folks, that's all we have for this week's episode of Greater Good Radio. Thank you so much for stopping by. I hope you have a fantastic week. And remember, two weeks from tomorrow night, it's Sunday Supper with Vito starting on January 2nd, 2022 at 6 p.m. Take care. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.